I was surfing the net, minding my business When I got this fabulous urgent flash Bam, alakazam, now I've got the daily purge I was chilling at home, I was drinking some vodka Then he got this pink colored urge Oh my, I've been Shanghai, now I'm on the daily purge Two gays that hang in Chi-Town, spinning their tails for you And you know you want more cause you gotta have more We will make a your laugh, we will make a your roar with, with the, the shit, with the shit, with the shit You got some stories and songs, we'll tell you our business You'll get one hell of a power surge Flash, bam, alakazam, this is the daily purge Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Daily Purge for Wednesday, February 18th, 2015. Um, with me, of course, is my dear friend, jo- oh, shit, wow. That's your name. Holy crap. <laughs> my name is John Haas, and with me, of course, is my dear friend, Rob Lindley. Hello. Hi. You, it's okay, you can be dear friends with yourself, too. That's very positive. You know what, Rob? That's been, <laughs> that's been what it's been the past two <laughs> that's months. What it's, that's what it is. That's what um, it is. Gosh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? It's so. I know we say this all the time, but it, it really is. It's so fucking cold right now it's in Chicago. Really bad right now in Chicago. Like it's the don't go outside kind of weather right now. Yeah, I think they canceled school tomorrow. There's no snow or nothing, but it's that cold. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've been away for the weekend, and I came home, and it was just that feeling of like when you're back in your own bed, and it was so nice and. My mom had got me like these fleece pajama pants and usually that would be too hot for me to wear, mm-hmm. but I was wearing those and I had all the covers. My cat was purring like crazy next to me and it was really sunshiny today though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Very so like sunshiny. my, my new apartment gets all this sunshine and so I'm kind of just like laying in the sun and the radiator is buzzing, baby. All I, and all I was hearing on like <laughs> and seeing on Facebook was how Arctic it was out I mean. and, you know, be careful out there. It took all the strength I had to get out of bed. I was like, but what if I just stay here and catch up on TiVo? <laughs> I don't blame you. Listen. Yeah, it's tough. I, I would have. I mean, this is the busiest time of the year for me right now at school. And so I've been, you know, running and running. And, but, and I haven't really, I've kind of blown through lunch. So I haven't been like walking anywhere Oof. But let me tell you something. It's uh, it's that cold. In fact, actually, and this happened. I know we haven't been on in a month, over a month. Whatever, yeah, whatever. And um, we this happened reason or shortly after we recorded last. So I live on the third floor of a of a three story walk up, and so there's like these little half. There's like six little half stairs. It's like eh, 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 all the way up. Yeah. So they have these little landings in between floors. Well, one morning, I have a new next-door neighbor who's lovely, thank God, and um, <laughs> and so uh, 
I see this note on our front door on the inside of it, and it says, please shut the front door all the way. I came home last night, and there was a man sleeping in the landing in between two and three. Oh, dear. And that's, like, way close to me. Yeah. Uh, half a staircase <laughs> close to me. Right, right. And she's awesome, but she was just like, who are you? What are you doing here? You got four seconds to stand up and get out before I call the cops. And the, oh, I'm like, geez. she did all the things that there's no way in hell I would have done anything. I would have turned on my heels, been dialing the police on my way out the door, and yeah. screamed and probably cried a little bit. Yeah. She just like snapped into action. But she well, left a note on the door being like, shut the damn door. We have an old door that doesn't close well. Yeah. That's well, that's so what happens insane. a lot of times with those. And it's a lot of times in Chicago, it's those older doors and they are triggered by the the buzzer system thing. Right. So that little latch that actually vibrates that makes it able to open from a remote location often then unless you push hard on it and latch it, it won't latch all the way. Yeah. And it's so easy to get in the habit of just like coming upstairs and just letting it close behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, is. Well, <laughs> I think I I think I've told so you this, but like, not this. I I think it's two winters ago now. Um, we, Doug and I had that happen at <sighs> our place in Lincoln Square, which I mean, we were so cavalier in that apartment. Like we always just kind of let the door shut behind us. And I got to tell you, a lot of times we did never locked our upstairs door either. Ooh. We're just like, it's just our downstairs neighbors and us. <laughs> oh, so I, I was out having a drink one night. I was at hamburger Mary's and I got a phone call from Doug and he's like, Oh my God. I just came home and there was a woman sleeping right outside of our front door. And I was like, on the landing? He's like, yeah. And uh, she, I think she was homeless, but I'm not sure. It really smelled really bad out there. And I was like, what do you mean it smelled bad? He's like, well, I think maybe she maybe peed up there. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, well, well, what happened? What did you do? And he's like, well, I came home and 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 she said something like, no, no, it's okay. Uh, Dolores said it's okay that I was here. And Doug is like, I don't know who Dolores is, but you can't stay here. You got to go. Um, so she left. And so he's t- calling me at the bar, and and of course, I mean, I don't know why we got a divorce, but because um, I'm like, well, you're fine though, right? You don't need me to come home because <laughs> I'm drinking. Damn it! Um, so I s- stay, and I'm like, well, let me know if she comes back. No problem. So of course, I have like two or three more makers on the rocks, and then I come home hours later, and I come upstairs, and there she is. Oh my God. She had, Doug had seen her go all the way out and then she waited for like the lights to turn off or something and then just came right back up. Wow. And um, came and went and fell asleep and uh, she was asleep when I got up there and I was like, hi, who are you? And she's like, oh, Dolores said, and I was like, nope, there's no, no. Dolores here. Oh, God. And I said to her, I'm like, do you, do you, I know it's cold out. Do you need, do you need me to call the police I can call 311 and they can take you to a shelter and you can find someplace warm to right. sleep. Yeah. And which, you know, I, I, she clearly to me wasn't dangerous. Um, I think if I was a single woman and it was a man, I maybe would have acted a little more aggressive. But, you know, she seemed harmless and uh, honestly kind of seemed like someone who was just 
legit down on her luck, like yeah. not. And so I was trying to actually help her. And she's like, no, no, I'm fine. I, I got to go. Don't call the cops. I was like, okay, well, we've already asked you to leave once. So I'm afraid I'm going to have to follow you all the way down the street because I need you to go ahead and leave this neighborhood. Yeah. And she's like, okay, okay, I'm fine. Leave me alone. Leave me. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to make sure you're safe and that I'm safe. Okay. And I'm like trying. Good and I'm for like, you. Like, honestly, with a few drinks in you, nonetheless, look at you snap into action. Well, listen, I wouldn't have normally probably said any of that. I actually probably would have, you know, because I hate talking to strangers so much. Right. I probably would have turned on my heels and like gone down the street to my friend's house to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave Doug to deal with it all. So anyway, I come upstairs and I do see that there's a big wet spot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think she peed up here. Then, uh, days later, because you know where this is going, days later, I'm like, God, it still really stinks and it smells like poop. It does not smell like pee. So I'm like, there's no poop anywhere. (laughs) Well, we... I take forever to uh, unpack things, which you wouldn't see if you were in my place right now. You'd see my place looks really cute, but there's still like four boxes because for some reason I can't finish a job. (laughs) Um, So in this case, I had out on the outstairs landing from the day after the wedding, I had the wicker basket full of props from the photo booth of our wedding. So there's like boas and wigs and cigarette holders and fake cigars and and tiny tap hats and stuff. (laughs) Mustache on a stick. I pick up that basket and there's a legit turd just under the basket. And then two or three real good skid marks. So she took a dump, did like... Diarrhea doggy scoot. <laughs> and then put a wicker basket over it. So that's my, that's my story about Dolores. I'm I mean, sorry. It, I don't mean to giggle about the plight of the homeless. Well, I get exactly. It. That's so what I was going to say. The poop part of it is it's funny. Just Certainly funny a, 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 an unfortunate person not having warmth on an awful Chicago cold winter's night is not funny. Not funny. But, yeah, but um, uh, okay. well, and then our fucking landlords, it took us forever to get that carpet replaced. Oh, boy. I, I kept, I finally was like, I am not paying my rent. Until we get the poop-stained <laughs> carpet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was, uh, a bit much. it was a bit much. Yeah. I I knew the punchline of that, and I just could oh, not keep it in. Oh. Just a turd. Just a s- sensible. <laughs> a turd that had been, uh, a turd that had been, like, uh, dried out. Dried out and squished into the shape of like wicker. <laughs> it was like a Play-Doh playset. Oh, it had a bis- basket weave relief on it. Poor Dolores. Uh, well, yeah. we started calling her Dolores, even though she had told us she was there to see Dolores. Oh, I see. I feel like Dolores wasn't her real name. Maybe Dolores was our landlady's name. I don't really remember. Oh, yeah. It was hard. years ago at yeah. this point. It was hard, but yes, I do think of that. I do think of the homeless people in Chicago during these times because I know the shelters are over. Rod oh, yeah. and it's just and it's brutal. It's brutal. Tonight I got off work and I was. Um, 
I have like those gloves that are fingerless and then you can flip the top over and they become mittens or whatever. Yeah. And I decided to get out my paycheck and just, you know, see that everything was on point and Uh standing, waiting for the bus. And in the time I like exposed my fingertips and was opening the envelope, I was like, my God, like I couldn't feel anything on the end of my fingers. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, again, you think, oh, geez, less fortunate. Oh, good. Seriously, though. But um, yeah, so uh, hopefully we get we're getting a warm up soon. I mean, honestly, though, you can't get much colder. And I mean, we're now in late February officially. It's going to turn here soon. We have we uh, today's the first day of Lent. It is. Easter is coming right up, which means spring. Right. Please, God. That's true. Yeah. Now, are you doing anything? I haven't done the whole like giving something up for Lent in a while. Are you doing anything like that? No. And I thought about it yesterday, especially. Well, here's what I've tried to like. And this wasn't Lent related, but I've tried to just get all the (laughs) sugars out of my house. No, that's that's and a I good think thing. That that's a good thing because I have a well. Problem with Lent sugar. is kind of another uh, another way to like uh, give yourself a booster shot from your resolutions. I think in a lot of yeah, ways, Lent can for be sure. for sure. And I think um, so. I did this, and yesterday I was so like dying for something sweet, and so I was I was uh, making myself some tea, and like I do. Because you're um, an old lady, I had some tea and I sweetened it with honey, and I had this bear of honey. And I just kept putting globs of honey on my index finger and then like licking it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, like I went full oh, on dear. Winnie the Pooh and I was just like, I can't stop. And it was like, I had like four big dollops of just raw honey just right on the tongue. Yeah. Well, you, this get, is what you get. You get stuck in rabbit's hole. Yeah. This is well, trust oh. this winter, <laughs> <laughs> this winter, I won't uh-huh. be going into any rabbit holes. Oh dear! Because it's a, uh, I gotta get my. Well, part of that is this as well. Like I, I need to. I, well, I've been, I've been nesting and right around the corner. Yeah, I've been nesting and all this stuff, and you know, I'm gonna get into a walking pattern and all this stuff. Like I said, I just don't want to make a big deal out of it because then I'll just like psych myself up that I need to do it and then I won't do it. Do you know what I'm no. saying? And you know, with anything like with the resolutions, and I honestly think. I think the original intent of giving something up for Lent was to give up something that was a real sacrifice for you so you'd be mindful during the season. Yeah. I've actually been thinking about like what I would give up that would um be something also just working towards my bigger goal of bettering myself. Yeah. So I don't drink a lot of diet cola, but um my friend Kathleen is giving up diet coke and I was like, I could do that. That's, that's a, a that's good a, one. That's a good one. I don't drink a ton of it though anymore. Ever since I got the Soda Stream, I really I don't drink a lot of Diet Coke. Although that is my go-to if I'm like ordering a pizza or I um know, but the the bubbles yeah. just cut through though. That's the thing. Like it's you need so some, you need something fizzy. The problem was like with you drink water with pizza and then you just got pizza water. I mean like you need something to cut that. Yeah. The taste. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it always goes so good together. Like pizza and a Diet Coke, that's a good thing. You got it. But I also find that like when I'm working at like Hazel, there's a lot of times like halfway through the day, the owner or one of the managers will be like, I'm going to the convenience store. Who needs something? And I always am like, I'll take a Diet Coke. 
Or, you know, and those yeah. are the times I have Diet Coke. I don't buy Diet Coke anymore. I guess that's where things have changed with the soda stream. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't keep soda in my home anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is, a, that was a big... Well, stuff. yeah, I, I, I drink ginger ale, but other than that, I don't have anything, but I'm pretty Yeah, I think I'm going to go full on. I, I thought about giving up, like, one faction of my drinking regime. Mm-hmm. That maybe giving up, like, brown liquor. Maybe I'll do that. Brown liquor? Yeah, like bourbon. Okay. And Manhattans. Okay. That's a big one for me. That would be a big one for you, yeah. So just I mean, my citrons? go-to is the citron and soda. Yeah. But the brown liquor isn't as good for you. Like, there's more calories in brown liquor than there is clear. Mm. So I think, I, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. Diet right. Coke, right. brown liquor, see you on Easter Sunday. Yeah. So hungry, baby. I could eat the day away Yeah, come on now Well, cabbage and cornbread Okra and pinto beans Collards and oxtail I'm so hungry I could eat a well Oh, Ella, Ella made Girl, what you got good today? You know what I did? All right. Mm. I was home in Iowa, yeah, and uh, I was at the the church lady funeral luncheon, yeah. That was after the funeral, which uh-huh. I took a picture of. Yes, I did. I saw it. You posted. Oh it on my god! Well. People can't believe the amount of Jello sh- salads. Oh, I mean, it was the quintessential thing. church lady supper. There was a totally. layer salad. There was just gigantic stain- stainless steel bowls of ruffled Hy-Vee potato chips. Oh yes. Yes. There was a there was a woman standing next to the coffee carafe, big gigantic <laughs> urn who was quote unquote serving coffee. Yeah, because I don't know how to work a carafe myself. <laughs> but they also had taken a two liter, an empty two liter like Seven Up bottle, and had cut it so that it hung underneath the spout of the coffee craft so it caught all the drips. That is real Iowa. Now that I had not seen before and I showed it I pointed out to my mom she's like oh yeah that's all the every church lady knows how to make one of these spill catchers my mom called it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. um, There was cake that was already cut and plated up on tiny plates for you to just uh, take as you wanted. I had German chocolate cake that was clearly Duncan Hines mix. Love it. I bet that was good though. I'm at the I'm at the I'm at the thing, and I noticed some of my cousins. Now, of the grandkids of my grandmother that I was there for her funeral, of the grandkids, I'm the youngest. Mm -hmm. And I'm 41, almost 42. That is a life well lived. Yeah, my granny was just a few months shy of being 100. Mm -hmm. Her oldest son is 80. Yeah. And he was there. So, like, he had great, great grandkids there. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that bananas? So let, yeah, no, wow. no, he had great grandkids there. And so my grandmother had great, great grandchildren. Wow. Yeah, that, you know, just bananas to me. Yeah. Anyway, I see some of my cousins who, like I said, some of them are in their 50s. And mm-hmm. uh, some of them might even actually be getting close to 60. Wow. Could, you know, is that possible? Sure. Yeah, because my parents are in their late 60s. And, like, my cousin Sheila, her dad is the one who's 80. I'll bet you. Totally. I'll bet, bet you she's almost 60. Wow. My sis, my older sister is almost 50. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Anyway, 
my cousins, I see them with Girl Scout cookies. Oh. And I was like a fucking crack addict. It was like <laughs> someone at a bar watching the bathroom to see if someone had cocaine. Like I was like, <laughs> I looked around and I was like, I'm like, Girl Scout cookies. Because it's hard to get Girl Scout cookies in the city. Listen, we have a dealer at, at the... At a dealer? The, we do. We have a dealer at NU. It was like this one well, yeah, girl. If, you, if you've got someone who's like in the know and you're in the office where it happens. Yeah. But I got to tell you, just like a normal single gay guy in the city... It's hard. It's tough. Yeah. Now, every once in a while, you can luck out and you'll go to Jewel and there'll be like a folding table... With a girl, yeah. In yeah. fact, on Time Hop the other day, I saw that I had posted one <laughs> when I was in rehearsals for Angels in America where I got like a thing of Samoas and oh. wrote, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. So I see everyone getting theirs handed out. And I just said, and again, it was like buying drugs. I said, listen, I'm good to go. If someone has extras, I have cash in my pocket. <laughs> And everyone was laughing at me. I was like, no, I'm totally serious. Yeah, we're not fucking around here. Well, it was my cousin Sarah's daughter whose daughter was selling them. And she's like, we have extras. She's like, she's like I have extra caramel delights. I'm like, well, that's weird. We still call them Samoas in Chicago. Yep. We, we have extra do. caramel delights and we have extra peanut butter patties or whatever. Those, those ones that are chocolate peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I forget what those are called. And those are my else. two favorites. And I was like, I will take one of each, please. Good for you. $4 a box. I told my second cousin or whatever, my my cousin's granddaughter, I'm like, keep the change. It's for you. Here's $10 for cookies. God love you. That's hilarious. I don't. I've kind of hidden them from myself. Listen, I had to stop buying Samoas for that very reason, though, because I would down that box. My dad and I were talking about that. He's like, you know... What is it about Girl Scout cookies that you can eat a whole sleeve of them in one setting and not think twice at all about it? Think, you, you, don't, you don't think twice about it. No. And the Samoas are the, like my kryptonite on those. Like I can have some like Thin Mints, for example. Yeah. And I'll th- throw those in the freezer and I'll just have a sensible one or two. I won't eat a sleeve of those. But because I, I can't eat that much mint, honestly. Yeah, and, that's true. But like so, the shortbread cookies, I can eat a sleeve of those in one setting because they're a little salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't oh, have God, those. they're good. I know. Ooh. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so Iowa was good. Was it was uh I I posted about this on Facebook a bunch, but my granny Joe passed and uh it was such a my friend Rebecca, our mutual friend Rebecca, um Asked me when we saw her the other night uh, if I needed to use her car, oh. and so I was gonna I was gonna rent a car, mm-hmm. or and I had actually yeah, and I was like, you know what, that would actually be awesome. She's like, it is just sitting, and she has a covered parking spot near her apartment. I love she's it. Like she's like, I've been taking the train to work every day. It's literally just sitting there. I'd rather you drive it than it be sitting there in this winter. Hmm. That's smart. So she let me take the car. I had a bunch of crap that, like, I keep meaning to take home to Iowa since I, like, downsized. It's stuff that I, like, I know my mom would want that I don't have room for. Right. I loaded my car up of that. I have been working so much that I actually hadn't had time to do my laundry. Oh, good. <laughs> and my mom's like, well, just do like you did in college. Just come home with your dirty laundry. 
I fully found my old college laundry bag, <laughs> and, you, which is like the size of like a cartoonish Santa Claus. Yep. I know the. I, know I the found type. it. I ha- why I still had it, I don't know, but it was in my linen closet bag. Like I have a basket that acts as my linen closet, uh-huh. and it was at the bottom of those. I really I packed my suit for the funeral, and two pairs of shoes, and every article of clothing I had and some towels that were dirty. And I, and I went back to the town that I was born in, which I never get to visit because uh, my parents don't live there anymore. And my granny lived like 20 minutes from there. So I got to actually be in the town that I really like that I was, that I was born in and uh, had a weird, that weird feeling of like when you were home then you didn't drive. Yeah. And I had this weird feeling of like I was driving, but yet, and I had my GPS going, but it was like I knew exactly where I was going the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, just had just had some good old Iowa me time, Isn't you know? And uh, my iPod shuffle was putting me through it, was giving me lots of real good songs to just cry it out by myself. And mm-hmm. Some of it was still like residual crying stuff about being single all of a sudden. And some of it was just clearing my head stuff. And some of it was God stuff. And some of it was, I remember my grandma stuff. It was a, it was like a perfect visit. That's awesome. I love that when you can go to Iowa and just have the perfect Iowa. Yeah. And it, and it, it was that it, um, so I was at home we, you know we had a visitation one evening uh which my family all went early and kind of had our time uh you know viewing the body and all that kind of stuff um and then uh when they i i know i told you this but my granny had asked me to sing a specific song at her funeral and i just couldn't do it this time like mm-hmm. i've sung at my other grandparents funeral and I know part of it was that Granny was my last grandparent, but it was definitely that she was my closest. Right. You know? She's the one who we went to dinner every Sunday night to her house. Uh, you know, church got over. We changed into play clothes. We got in the car. We drove to Granny's for dinner. Right. We would stay there in the in the early afternoon. Would be hee haw. Would be on. And yes. Then the, and then in the late afternoon going into evening would be the Lawrence Welk show. Mm-hmm. When I was little, little, uh, Donnie and Marie would be on after that. And usually if we made it through Donnie and Marie, I knew there was a good chance my mom would let me stay the night with Granny. And I did it all the time. Right. You know, especially when I was little, little, and it was like I, like kindergartner and I didn't have school the next day. My mom would be like, you can stay with Granny. And then she would come get me. And uh, just... It was so good to be back uh, uh, around all of that. I got to tell you, it, like, it was a big shot in the arm for me right now of just kind of like feeling like getting back to what's important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I always like I like being in New York, but when I come back to Chicago, I was, I was like, whoo. Yeah, pa- exhale. I'm like, ooh, that pace feels better. I like the Chicago pace better. Mm-hmm. And then I got to tell you, there's this thing that happens with me when I go to Iowa, and I know you feel it too. 100%. That it, it goes down even lower. Mm-hmm. 
and it almost feels like a, a like a doctor induced coma. <laughs> it does. It's so like true. I don't want to live in that place. No, absolutely and not. Frankly, I don't think I can. Yeah. But um, God, it feels good for just a little relaxation. Mm-hmm. So we had the funeral. Um, my parents have been wintering in Texas lately, so they were getting like ready to go back to Texas. They were uh, they are they're in a place like way down by um, Cabo San Lucas. They and there's a little town that f- remarkably all of my dad's high school friends have all retired there. So my dad thought it would be a good idea to also buy a, a trailer in a trailer park down there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's how we do it in Iowa. Listen, we had a trailer for a very long time before we got that lake home. Well, they're like, they're like, it's a very fancy trailer, Rob. Stop saying trailer like <laughs> a bad thing. I'm like, well, it's a trailer. You can still fall off the top bunk as I did twice. I'm just saying. Well, um, well, it's like a mobile, it's like a full-on mobile home, like trailer park kind of trailer, yeah. not like a camping trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my, but my mom was like, if you came down, you could sleep in the Texas room, which is what they call kind of like their four season room, like screened in porch. And they're like, there's a bed out there and it's so beautiful. It's like, okay. I'm sure it is, but at the same time. <laughs> well, I kept thinking, I was like, well, when are y'all going back up to Iowa? Cause that's when I'll go down. Right. <laughs> I'll find me a retired old closeted gay man. <laughs> Let him take care of me. Anyway, um, so they're getting anxious to go back to Texas. And I said, you know, I thought we were going to spend more time together. I took Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. Mm -hmm. And my mom's like, oh, my gosh, we didn't know. We were just going to leave after the funeral. Because the funeral was at, like, the crack of dawn on Saturday. Oh, they were just going to head back right then. They were going to leave. Wow. And I was like, well, you know. So then... uh, they said that they'll stay. So Saturday night we or we stayed in because we all have had this cold, which is why I sound a little stuffed up. Mm-hmm. Guess what we did? What for a perfect Iowa evening? I could only imagine. We ordered in taco pizza. Yes, from Godfather's. From Casey's. Oh, boo-boo. from Casey's. I'm sorry. Yes, Casey's. Yes, Casey's. <sighs> now I know Mariah Grandy is laughing her ass off right now because she. Uh, I showed. Oh. I. Post- I posted a picture of the spread at my granny's funeral, the food. Which was and hilarious. She and said, perfect. oh my gosh, I remember these dinners from when my dad was on the campaign trail. Because yep. her dad was a representative in Iowa. He also ran for governor. And then she said yeah. something about like, P.S. My brother and I always snuck off to Casey's for secret snacks. And oh I'm like, God. yes, I love Casey's. that you know what Casey's is. Absolutely. They have the best. Like, honestly, like their well, crust. I wanted to order Pizza Hut, and my parents and my sister, who both live in the in that rural Midwest kind of life, still they were like, "Oh no, 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 no!" no. Casey's Pizza is so much better than Pizza Hut. Yeah, <laughs> so, it is though. I mean, it, it is. was. It That's was so good, delicious. Now, to me, the ultimate taco pizza is uh, Happy Joe's. Oh well, that's a, that's a deep cut Happy Joe's. I don't even know where there's a Happy Joe's in existence besides Decorah. Well, it, it started in the Quad Cities, so I know there's still Happy Joe's in the Quad Cities. Okay. And I think there's still one in Pella. Like, that's... And actually, you know what? There is one in Dubuque, or, on, or, or Galena. I'm right on Galena as you're driving through. Yeah, and that sounds right, too. We used to go there for our birthdays always when I was little. I did, too. In fact, and actually... had, like, I, an observation deck where you could watch the pizza maker. Uh-huh. Pizza, and like and in Mason City, that, that the building where the Godfather's is, 
is that's where the Happy Joe's used to be. And then I would never go because they had this fire siren that they would ring when it was somebody's birthday. Yes. And it scared me to death. And I would cry and cry and throw the biggest fit whenever I heard it. See it. And we loved it. Like that was, that was our big, that's where we would go there for our birthdays. Yeah. And they, I remember they had like old fashioned, like penny candy that you could buy on your way out. And I always used to get those sugar sticks. Oh Yeah. I know oh exactly God! What you're talking oh about. gosh! Not a good thing to be talking about when we're trying to give up. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh yeah! Brilliant. Oh, that's so good. That's the anyway. Sweet so stuff. Saturday we order in Casey's Pizza. Love it. Ta- taco Pizza for all. Yeah. Um, my sister and I then go to the Albia Brewing Company, which our hometown has its own micro brew pub. Our hometown, my hometown, got one too now. Now I gotta tell you, they all tasted like absolute ass. <laughs> Every single I got one a of paddle thing <laughs> where I could do a tasting, and they were all ass, <laughs> and they were all named after like creeks and um, former settlements in Monroe County that no one had heard of anymore. You know, and I was like, because the Albia where we were born was a big coal mining town back in the day when it opened, when it was settled. So it was actually back in the day more of a metropolis, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but just a, just a struggling little farming town now. Anyway, so we had, we had, Debbie and I went out, had so much fun. Then we woke up in the morning. We went to the church that I was like baptized in. Um, I love that. I was really disappointed because I didn't know we were going to the contemporary praise service. I would, I was like, well, where's the regular service? My dad's like, oh, that's the 830. I didn't figure you wanted to go to that regular service. And I was like, you know what? Think again. <laughs> I would have woken up early to hear like leaning on the everlasting arms. I don't need, I don't need, God it's not even our God is an awesome God anymore. There no. are just newfangled ones that I don't know any of them. I don't know any of them. And listen, this is my parents' church too. And it's just like, they're, it was so well, and the people leading it, I was like, can I get some diction? Can somebody please lead this song? Right. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of hands in the air. And I'm just like, no. Yeah, there was some hands in the air, I That's have to not say. not what I need right now. Not mm-hmm. in my pew, though. I can't. No, I don't usually either. usually if there's a hand in the air, my dad's is the next one up. Uh, not mine. Nope. My, I always do the old uh, stand at attention. I get, well, I get very formal when it gets to those situations. Sure, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's a bit so, showy. Uh, but it was, it was again, it was like nice to have, I did find myself having some quiet time and, uh, uh, you know, I'm always kind of open and wary and, you know, church is a complex thing, I think, for our, a lot of us. But mm-hmm. uh, it was a nice thing to I go back it. and be, like, at the church that I was baptized in and that I have, like, memories of playing in the nursery. Because yeah. I just don't, you know, my parents moved around so much. So I don't have that same thing that a lot of people do, I think, where they always go back to their hometown. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was just it was it was a really great visit. That's anyway, great. I asked John if he could please play a song by Susan Werner, who we uh, years ago interviewed for the show. Yeah, I remember that. And so uh, when her album The Gospel Truth came out. Now, is- she has since then come out with, I think, three other albums. She had one called Kick in the Beehive, which is kind of a cool, kick-ass country Memphis 
style. She's got one called The Classics where she took a bunch of rock classics and did it with like a string quartet. And then she recently came out with one that was about, now I could be wrong, I believe it was centered around like sustainable uh, farming. Okay. Anyway, she's an Iowa girl. For sure. And uh, she wrote a song years ago and it's on a couple of her CDs called Barbed Wire Boys. And if you are from the Midwest or knew uh, some of those guys who are my dad's generation or maybe your grandpa's generation, uh, it'll make you think of them. And it's called Barbed Wire Boys. It's written and performed by Susan Werner. And since we were talking a little bit about home and Iowa, I thought it'd be good if we played it. Absolutely. come from the rural middle west it's the land I love more than all the rest it's the place I know and understand like a false front building like the back of my hand and the men I knew when I was coming up Sober as coffee in a styrofoam cup There were Earls and Rays Harlins and Roys They were full-grown men They were barbed wire boys They raised grain and cattle on the tree Fields sat at the head of the table and prayed before meals. Prayed in our Father, and that was enough. You pray more than that, and you couldn't stay tough. Tough as the busted thumbnails on their weathered hands. They worked the gold plate off their wedding bed. never made noise and they never left home these barbed wire boys cause the wildest dreams were all fenced in by the weight of family by the feeling of sin They'll prick your skin at the slightest touch If you reach too far, if you feel too much So the deepest hopes never were expressed Just beaten like birds' wings in the cage of their chest All the restless longings, all the secret joys Never were set free in the barbed wire boys. Mm-hmm. 
And it's clear to me now exactly what they're worth Oh, they were just like Atlas holding up the sky You never heard him speak, you never saw him cry But where do the tears go that you never shed? Where do the words go that you never said? There's a blink of the eye There's a catch in the voice That is the unsung song Of the barbed wire boys That's Susan Werner. So She's great. so good, right? So great. Um, now, we also, I wanted to say, I one of the things I love about going away is coming home and having mail, especially I if there's know. packages. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, some of you uh, might have listened to another podcast I was on years ago called uh, How Much Do We Love with mm-hmm. my friend Sarah Davis. Yeah. And we haven't really been doing it anymore, but one of the things I loved about that podcast is I got to talk about things that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk about one that I actually got from Sarah Davis. I came home and I had my first one. I love a subscription. Yes. Especially like a gift that's a subscription is amazing. I know it. I love it so much. Yeah, like uh, Sarah and I both did stunneroftemonth.com. That's hilarious. Which is where you get... I mean, and it's for next to nothing. You get a free pair of sunglasses. Well, you don't, you pay for the subscription, but you get a pair of sunglasses a month. Mm, a pair, a whole pair of sunglasses? A month. Oh my God. Now, gosh. granted, they're like the I'm ones sure you cheap would probably shit, get at, they're the ones you would get at a street fair. Sure, but still, so. But you get to sign up whether you want, like, boy ones, girl ones, or your. Cutting edge, and you'd want like unisex, they would work for either. And then you get them, and there's a little card that says, like, this is what kind stunneroftemonth.com. So that's tip number one of a good subscription. That's great. Now, I love a wine club. I I one time was in a beer of the month club. Well, Sarah signed me up for one that I experienced last time I was visiting with her, and we went on like a little road trip into San Francisco. And it's called Love with Food. Love with food. Love with food. Their website is lovewithfood.com. Okay. And they're also on Twitter and <laughs> Facebook, and it's always love with food. And uh, it's all uh, organic, all natural snacks, and it's all just snacks, like little things. Nice. And it's, it's $10 a month. Well, that's, not, that's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Um, then for every box that they get they donate a meal to a charity oh that's nice so it's like there's all kinds of good things about it um they feed hungry children in the united states and uh it's just kind of one of those fun things to like 
come like I came home and I had this like little red box and also I had been like driving all day from Iowa and I was like oh maybe I'll order a pizza and I get home and I'm gonna catch up on TiVo and there was like there were mac and cheese puffs oh I mean they're good snacks well that's interesting because there's there's been a cup there's a couple of those there's like this yeah. one and there's like nature box which is like real granola type type of of things this stuff uh, is organic, one... but it's kind of junky. Okay, see that like, one. And, but I, think I mean I'll that be in the best way. Yeah. But and there are small things of them, so you're not you're not going to hog out, which is good. Yeah. So I had that, and then like there were some Boulder chips that were um, olive oil flavored. Um, there was like some wafer cookies that had lemon inside of them. I would have been on top of that. Who I love lemon. Uh, yeah, me too. And then there were like. Two like really good uh, squares of chocolate, and then two little coffee chocolate things. There was some yeah. hot chocolate mix, um, but it was a nice little it was a nice little box. And um, you know, Sarah is still one of my dear friends, and she and I were talking about the breakup and uh, and uh, me getting my feet back on the ground, and she's like, you know what? keep your eyes peeled for something to arrive in the mail. And then that's what I got. I was like, no, that's a, that's a cool little gift to get somebody. So anyway, um, we're going to post, we'll post info about love with food. We're not getting paid for the, by them to talk about this, but I just think it's a cool thing. Like you can, you can sign up for it or Mm. give it to someone yourself, but we'll do a link. I think I get like a referral thing if people do it, so maybe yeah, so I'll try to find that out. Find that I, out, and we'll we'll put that link up so yeah, you guys if, can check it out. If not, just go to lovewithfood.com and sign up for it, you know, for yourself. That's good, yeah. I mean, I've heard of a couple of those. I know that my friend Katie did, like, that snack, whatever, that other one that had, like, all the just the nuts and berries. And yeah, stuff. I think Gail Grindley did that, too. Yeah, because yeah, um, I forget what it was called, but what the, the one that she did. But I... I like half the stuff that they said my my friend was talking about I said there's no way in hell I'd eat any of that not even close yeah so that's why I ask because I think I would be down for quite a lot of what's well and um there's different versions that you can do like you can do a there is a gluten-free one I'd be on that I like gluten-free and then they do like a deluxe box and a tasting box and I think the one that I got was a tasting box mm-hmm. so it's ten dollars a month but like then if you order just another one it's like fifteen dollars and then what they do of course because for the companies who give their things yeah it's a good advertisement for them. Sure. So then you can always go to lovewithfood.com. So if there was something that you really liked, you can, you can order, order it. You know, totally makes sense from a business standpoint to me. Um, it's kind of like Birchbox, though. Birchbox does exactly. something you get the yeah, little samples. These are kind of like, you know, oh my God, here they are. These baked mac <laughs> and cheese puffs by uh, Snick Kitty. Oh my God, they were good. Oof. They were real tasty, you guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it would. Uh, oh, and yeah, here they are—the lemon wafer bites. I'm on their website right now, looking at all the stuff. Anyway, uh, I think it's a fun little thing. So anyway, I wanted to pass that on. Totally. Um, I don't know if Sarah still listens to our show, but I already have thanked her via all social media. But it was a really good gift, and it was That's a nice awesome. thing to come That's home nice to. I miss getting mail. I don't get mail anymore. I get What's like a-, a bunch of crap mail from politicians, and then like. 
that my undergrads magazine, which is totally a gossip rag, just to see <laughs> who's had kids. But like other than that, like I just don't get mail anymore, and I miss it. Well, you know, hey, listen, listeners, it sounds like John needs a subscription to something. Maybe someone should get him a love with food and a birch box for men <laughs> and a stunner, stunner of the month. I would like a stunner of the month. That'd be good. Spring is almost here. I, I got it. I've been thinking about doing Harry's. Oh, I do Harry's, though. Harry's yeah. is the one I've, I have done, and I love it. Yeah, no, you prefer I Harry's over Dollar Shave. 100%. You, and yeah. I will tell you, and this is not slanderous, it's true. Dollar Shave Club, their shit falls apart. It's just not quality made. Well, um, I, I tried that's it. That's a review. That's not slander. That's a review. It's not slander. Your stuff is shit. <laughs> Period. Oh, well, now it might be sweet. <laughs> no, okay, no. Congratulations. I just wanted to see if I could get there. Um, <laughs> but Harry's is lovely. And everything I love about Harry's, I love their blades. I love the weight of their handle. I love okay. um, their shave cream. Smells so good. Now, you've talked to me about the shave cream before. You were like, uh, if you do nothing else, just get the shave cream. Oh, my God, though. Like, it smells mm-hmm. like, like, kind of like that smell of... The YMCA bathroom with all the aftershaves what? combined. I, I don't know a, what you're talking okay. about. What are you doing hanging on the YMCA bathroom? No, no, no. When I was growing up, we went to like the men's room that had like all the like aftershaves lined up. Uh huh. And there would be like after we got done with youth basketball and we walked the track for a while or whatever the hell. You know, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Okay, it's so very sports oriented. This was a very Iowa thing, very my hometown thing. But I did. Uh, I did. <laughs> Anyway, so we go through there, and there's, like, you know, all of, like, the aqua velvet and all, like, the different, like, aftershaves that old men wear, and they would splash all over themselves. It's kind of, it's in that family of smells. Yeah. And it made me, it had an instant smell memory for me, and that's where it brought me back to. Wow. YMCA bathroom. YMCA bathroom. Now, I think for some of you, when you hear those words, you might have other things come to mind. Not me. That's nope. okay. I shave gel from Harry's. It's just like it's it's a very classic scent and it's lovely. And I their, like it. Their moisturizer is fantastic as well. Their aftershave deal. It also comes with like, hey, you have sensitive skin. Here's some shaving tips. Here's how to shave your face. Oh, that's which nice. I think that a lot of people don't really know how, and they get un- they get ingrown hairs galore, which I do, and. Um, you know, yeah. they just don't know about grain. They don't know about well, like, routine. My poor father, he was trying to, I wasn't trying to tell him he wasn't around much when I was a kid, but to be frank, he wasn't around much when I was a kid because <laughs> he worked, he was a, he was a full-time construction worker often working like on big factories far, mm-hmm. far away. Yeah. And then uh, he was a millwright. Like it was his job to build factories and build the mills and stuff inside of them. Uh-huh. And then he would come home on like Saturday night and greasy and stinking. And then he preached on Sunday mornings and then he was gone again. So I didn't really, I, and I also, so I never felt like I really knew him very well. Now we are fine now. Um, But he gets really upset when I start talking about growing up and saying, Oh, that's when so-and-so taught me how to shave. Oh, Oh, ouch. Yeah. And, well, it wasn't taught me how to shave. I had a moment where I'm at the visitation and my mom's best friend, whose son was my best friend when I was like in diapers, walks in and I recognize her right away. Mm-hmm. 
and I was, her name was Twyla. And I'm like, Twyla walks in, her husband is there, so I know who they are. Then another person who was in my parents' like prayer group who uh, was also the librarian at my middle school, she's there. I recognize her immediately, and she's like, do you remember so-and-so? I don't really... I'm like, yeah, and like hug. And then she starts talking to me, and I was like, oh my God. There was a woman who lived across the street from our church who went to our church, but all I remember about her is they drank Pepsi like it was water, and they smoked nonstop. (laughs) And so uh, it was great to see her. Her husband has passed away years ago. Um I th- probably from all the smoking. Probably. So yeah. my family, like probably over taco pizza, <laughs> is talking about something, and I and the guy's name was Otto, and they said, um, "Oh, and we're talking." You know, it was a whole weekend of like, remember this? Remember when sure. Granny's? You know, and someone brings up Otto. I'm like, oh yeah, he taught me how to pee standing up. Oof. My family lost their minds laughing. <laughs> And my mom was like, he what? I said, oh, yeah, he, you know, they used to watch me after school because it was across the street from the church. So they would watch me for those hours from three to five. And he came into the upstairs bathroom. I must have been in kindergarten or maybe first grade. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting down peeing. And he was like, nope, that's not how boys pee. Wow. And he and I remember vividly this memory because it was so invasive. <laughs> and I was like, I remember being kind of like, um, mom? mom? <laughs> like there's like a guy in the bathroom. With I need me an who, adult. Who's not my mother. Yeah. It's oh. certainly not my father. And he like taught me how to aim. Wow. And pee standing up. And I remember it vividly. My mother had no idea. My father had this look on his face like, damn. (laughs) I wasn't even there for that. I'm like, well, dad, you weren't. It's okay. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Otto Otto Carter from Albia, Iowa. He taught me how to pee standing up. Well, you know, my, my parents, because of Velcro, I didn't learn how to tie my shoes for a very long time. Oh, yeah. You're because the generation I, after me. But Velcro was really big when I was in like fifth grade. So you would be exactly the yeah. age that would have had them yeah, all through like, elementary. Yeah, very early 80s. It was just all through elementary. And so I didn't, I never had the occasion to learn to tie my shoes. Yeah. And I remember my dad having a very similar reaction when I, I was taught to tie my shoes by a man at Anthony's department store. Oh, geez. I know. By the, some guy in the shoe, shoe department. He taught me how. And I've, I tie the same way since, uh, ever since then, and I tie my shoes differently than everyone I know. I love it. But yeah, it's interesting that those little moments... But you think about it, like your dad, I mean, he's the provider, right? And that was the role. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah. No, I'm not mad at my dad. No. No, those he's... days of being mad at my dad are over. Right. That, that ended years ago. Years ago, <laughs> yeah. My dad t- took a big turn when the grandkids started coming around, though. Yeah. He's all cats in the cradle now, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Well, this is the daily purge for Iowa boys, I guess. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm okay with it, too. People like our our, uh, homesy attitude, I think. Well, we are homos who are homesies. (laughs) 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 Well, I think that's it. if, if if 
if the boot fits, put it on, bitch. <laughs> that's, I guess that's how we would have to say it. <laughs> if the John Deere cap fits, put it on but, backwards um, or slant it if you're a homo. And wear bedazzled jeans. That oh are... my God, why do they wear bedazzled jeans still in Iowa? I know, it's just so bad though. But because... the straight guys wear them. Like, I know. Hard. I know. And I was just thinking this. It was just like, I walk in because I was at the mall. Well, the last time I was home, and I walked into because I don't go to the buckle for any reason whatsoever. I don't. Why I, would you? I'm not, and I don't have the occasion to. I don't know where there is one uh, here, and so I go in there, and like all of the men's clothing is like this bedazzled, weirdly dyed, just no. It's like, weird. Like in Iowa right now, the look is a little bit akin to first season of Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like it's, it's kind of Hardy. weirdly like Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy, I meant. Um, weirdly dyed, uh, weird cursive script yeah. printed on just half of your pack and your arms. Yeah. But lots, and I mean, and I was seeing guys in like John Deere hoodies and an Iowa State Cyclone a uh, trucker cap, mm-hmm. but then with like died within an inch of their life yeah. jeans with like a French uh, trefoil in rhinestones. Yes, on their ass. I don't get it. Like I've never seen a bejeweled ass here once. N- no, the only time I ever ever saw it in Chicago was like when I went to the Beyonce concert seven years ago, and House of Darion jeans had just happened. Okay. okay, and I and I was like, oh, and that was not a woman. Well, yeah, yeah, but they have like, but there's like this brand called like what is it like Tasty. I have no idea. Tasty, I don't know. All the women wear them. My mom wears them. So like, so I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't. First of all, how can you sit on leather ever? I mean, have, like the practical, <laughs> the practical bit of this, I'd be mortified if I ripped someone's chair with my bedazzled jeans. Oh my god, you're hilarious. That's what I think about. Don't want to. Speaking of Iowa, don't want to put anybody out. So, no, by ruining their chair with my bedazzled jeans. It's just so funny. It's like a very sad Iowa episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, it's, it's the puffy shirt as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Bedazzled Absolutely. Jeans. Anyway, well, let's wrap this up. We'll do an Oscar recap show. We know that the Oscars, oh, yeah, are, the Oscars are coming up. We're excited. Oscars are coming up. I, Although we're both woefully underprepared to watch them. Right. So maybe we can see more. <laughs> this week and then actually have an opinion when they win or not win by Sunday. Or maybe we'll just talk about what a shit show it was. Yeah. I don't know. know. We'll see. I saw saw two of the movies this year, so that's two more than I saw last year. So I think I saw about two as well. Maybe three. Because I saw Birdman and Into the Woods. Those were my two movies that I saw. I saw Birdman, Into the Woods. I saw Boyhood. I didn't see Boyhood. That You can get that on demand. I think you would enjoy it. I've heard that it's a big snooze. So It is a big snooze, but I got to tell you, John, it's a big snooze in a way I think you look like big snoozes sometimes. All right. Yeah. Every now and again, I'll You've take been known to like a big snooze. I'm not afraid of him. The commitment to telling that story over that Length of period time. of time is worth seeing it for. All right. It is now, nothing really happens. Right. See? But that, I think, is 
the point. Well, I, I think it's, well, that could be very well the point. As long as it's not like um, lost in translation where nothing happens and then just. No, but that was trying very snooze. hard for nothing to happen. Okay. Uh, I really. I, I'm looking for, I think I'll, you I'll like, I, in my opinion, uh, you like natural I do. storytelling well enough. Very much so. That I think you'll like it. Good. And the young boy yeah. and Ethan Hawke are fantastic. Patricia Arquette, I have issues with always. Okay. Is that her name? Yeah. Or is it Roseanne? No, it's Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. She won yeah. a Golden Globe for it. So. She sure did. And I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about her. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna give her a big question mark as my rating for her. So. <laughs> Okay, I liked Birdman a lot. That left me thinking a lot. The ending was weird, but other than that, like I, I liked that one a lot. I yeah, it was a lot. good one, and it did, and it was a head scratcher. I certainly. Some of my friends who I know are very like, "What does it mean? I need to know what it means, or I'm not going to like it." When they were going, I was like, "Okay, go, but, but just be ready to leave it, and then it's a question mark, and we don't know exactly what happened." And Everyone's allowed their own experience. Because I have a couple friends who are, even though they're in the arts, they they want things to mean something. Well, I'm kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. They're like, well, what was it? I just need to know what it was or what I'm supposed to feel. I'm like, well, I don't know if there's a supposed to. Yeah, I've seen enough experimental student theater now that I've kind of been like, I (laughs) I can handle it a little bit better than I used to be able to. So Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went and saw some on Friday night, for example. Great performances, but I'm just, I left and I was just like three hours later, three acts. And I was just like, I don't know what the hell I just saw. I have zero idea what the story was. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of thing. But that wasn't the case with Birdman. There was plenty of themes that you could, you could cling on to. It's just, I thought the ending was a little head scratcher. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think this might. This well, yeah, we'll see what happens with the old Oscars. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure we'll all live tweet it. Patrick Powers. You should always follow him when you're. Yeah, at, at Pat Powers at is Pat his Powers. Twitter feed. Um, but yeah, we got. We're boy. We're the recommendation show tonight. We're telling you about love with food. Patrick Powers. Well, we start. haven't talked to anybody in a month or two months almost. Well, we got a lot of things to say. We got a lot bitches. of things to say, folks. That's fine. And you know what? I've still got a little bit of boxed wine I need to wrap up with before I <laughs> open up your others. <laughs> before I open up the rest of my snacks. <laughs> Have at it. I'm I, I'm gonna go to bed. I've been like I've been power watching Frasier, so that's been. I'm almost done. What? With, I'm almost done with eleven seasons of Frasier because it's been my night show. Because I was why on earth. Honestly, because I've been so busy and I've been reading so much and I've done so, because I'm teaching a Sondheim class right now and I've done so much research and I've read so much like academic articles and things about um, Sondheim that I can't read for fun right now. Got it. So I've been watching TV to go to bed instead of reading. Yeah. And it's been um, like, I was just like, I need a sitcom that I can fall asleep in the middle of and not care. Totally get it. Frasier. Frasier was it. It's so good. There it is. It's very funny. It is. Well, sure. It is. It's, I don't know. The guest stars alone. I mean, there's been great. There's been 11 I watched a Seinfeld the other day that had Terry Hatcher and Megan Mullally. Yes. As as girlfriends, and it was delicious. Well, the the 11th season, um, Frasier has Felicity Huffman as a girlfriend. That was one that came on before she was anything. It's a big deal. Yeah, so it's fun. Anyway. Well, all right, folks. Well, it was nice chatting with you all again. We will talk to you soon. Say goodnight, Rob. Goodnight, Rob. Goodnight, Rob.
Daily Purge is produced proudly in Chicago, Illinois. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Daily Purge. Follow us on Twitter at the Daily Purge. Stream all of our previous episodes and find additional content on soundcloud.com slash the Daily Purge. If you would like to call us and leave us a voicemail that may be aired on the show, you may do so at 312-869-4227. All of this information and much more can be found on our website, thedailypurge.com. Thank you.